0: Hi, my name is John Casher, and welcome to Cash Talk, where there'll be no boundaries and a lot of straight talk. All things money, business, and just everyday stuff. In this episode, you will learn a little bit about me and why I've started Cash Talk. To help you learn a little bit about me, I'm joined by Dana, my awesome co-host today. Hey, Dana.
1: Hey, John. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Cash Talk. Um, today, I'll be speaking with John and getting to know a little bit about his me and how he got to where he is today. And for those of you who don't know John, uh, he's a young business owner. He started his finance career at the age of 14 and had an established financial advisory business. He's got degrees in business, finance, and even a strategy leadership course uh, from Stanford University in California. All, all, All in all, he's one of Australia's leading financial advisors. He's seen and experienced many things in life um, across finance and business, and we can't wait for him to share some of his stories. So John, you're 32, you've got a couple of kids. uh, How do you find the time to run a podcast and why did you choose to do this?
0: Wow. Well, just listening to that's pretty amazing. You know, when I look back at that (laughs) 14-year-old kid um, that was, you know, starting his journey, which I'll obviously share today, it's It is pretty amazing that, you know, I find myself where I am today and it's not by sheer luck, which I'm hoping to share with you guys. There's a lot of hard work, determination and a lot of learning, a lot of mistakes and failures and some successes somewhere to get to where I am. But, you know, first question asked there, Dana, was obviously how do I find time? You know, obviously running a financial advisory (laughs) business, uh, there's a couple of other businesses as well two young kids and, uh, and, you know, we're trying to live life as well. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is that I try and do what I've been taught, you know, um, and that's try to delegate. And, uh, you know, there's some of the most successful people out there making sure that they're delegating the things that aren't really valuable to them. And I think I learned that from a very young age, uh, that you need to, uh, making sure that you delegate what you're, one, not good at, but also what doesn't add value to you. Um, you know, if, for example, if, you know, washing the car, for example, um, there's, you know, mm. car cleaning businesses out there that earn a lot of money um, and, you know, yes, I get my car cleaned. You know, I, I would love <laughs> to sit out there and have the time to kind of do, you know, wash my car and whatnot. But the reality is, is I'd rather spend my time with my kids and enjoying them. So, you know, when it comes to weekend time, I just get the car, car, car cleaned. So, you know, this is the same with life and a podcast is one of those things that I've really been wanting to do for a long time and the people that know me kind of know that I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while, but it's, it's mainly because um, I've really got a passion for educating people and I really want to be making an impact, not just on a not just on a one-to-one basis, but on a mass basis. And that, that means that getting onto platforms such as, you know, podcasts or, or vlogs or whatever and and really getting out to the public and try to, you know, still live in the right direction. And mm-hmm. I, I think that kind of leads on to, you know, why I've probably tried to choose, uh, you know, why I've chosen to do this podcast is that I want to start making a real impact impactful change on people for, you um, you know for four people and uh, and I want to be making sure that I'm doing it in a way that is also efficient which is on the mass kind of scale so you know at the moment it's been really you know teaching people one on one but now it's a matter of kind of teaching people or educating people on my story my journey and my philosophies in a, in a mass way so this 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 podcast is is there to do that in you know in money business and in life you know even Know, having a chat about you know how new fathers kind of manage as well too and you know new parents you know these are topics that i that i'm having regularly because you know i'm going through this as well so um hopefully you know the listeners get a fair bit of value out of that
1: yeah, that sounds great. I mean, I'm sure even yourself, being in the finance industry for so long, you know the importance of making sure that your clients are informed and up to date with things. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kind of content can be hard to understand. So yeah, getting mm-hmm. that across in a um in on ma- mass is really important yeah. and great to to hear that you're going to start doing that. Yeah, I think um, so. As we said. Oh,
0: sorry. No, I was just gonna say that I think the other thing as well too is that you know, we are going to with this podcast be able to dive into particular areas. So, you know, at the start, we will be, especially on this episode, staying quite like broad um in regards to, you know, mm-hmm. learning a little bit about me and about the podcast and what we have our intentions for. But you know, I really see this delving into particular areas where I've got guests mm. that, you know, we're diving into particular issues, you know, that are, are, are faced by individuals every day and, and you know, looking at it from not just a money angle, but looking at it from a life angle, a business angle, mm. you know, and how that may impact. So, you know, um, there's, there's a lot in store, there's a lot of guests that, are, that are, are itching and waiting to jump on, jump on. So, you know, for the listeners out there, stick with us, there's a lot more to come, which is great.
1: Mm, sounds good. Exciting times ahead. Um, so as we mentioned, you started in the finance industry, very young, um, 14 years old, in fact. So how did you actually get into that at such a young age?
0: So Dana, it was, uh, it was interesting. So I, 14, nine months, um, it was, uh, I think, or roughly around that. And, you know, you get told that, you know, I think you got to go do work experience, you know? So I think it's like a year 10 thing, Dana, or whatever it's been yeah. a fair while ago. Um, and my, and my cousin my, my cousin ran a financial advisory business at the time and I was quite close with him. And, um, you know, hey, can I go work with you? And, you know, yeah, all right, come do work experience. And it was kind of cool, suiting up, getting in there. You know, I, I looked all flash. I thought that I was, you know, all cool. But the reality mm-hmm. is, is that I walked into a place that I fell in love with. And what it was, was mm-hmm. it was a place that was changing people's lives. Now, I mean, in that particular time, it was based on, you know, insurance and people that haven't been in the insurance go, Oh, that's just a bill. Yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. when you're a 14 or 15 year old kid and you know, a mother's died, you know, and they've got two young kids and you're handing over a check for mm-hmm. $1.2 million. Um, you're thinking about like the amount of change you've just, you know, done to that family in a good way. Yeah. By making yeah. sure that that mother yeah. was in a tragic scenario that that mother, you know, looked after her kids financially before, she, you know, before she mm-hmm. died, you know, and putting those things in place. But, you know, in regards to seeing people's, you know, retirements be met and actually them mm-hmm. achieving their goals and, you know, just helping people with their general money was was, was amazing for a 14 mm-hmm. year old kid. And, and for me, I fell in love with it. Now, don't get me wrong. I walked into an industry that was thriving at that position. There was money floating around everywhere. Um, it was an industry that was, um, there was a lot of money there. Yeah. And as a 14 year old kid mm. walking into something that was, you know, Aston Martins at the front, you know, M3s. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. Yeah. It was absolutely crazy. And I couldn't believe the money that was floating around these organizations. And so, you know, I'm not going to kid you and say that, Oh, I fell because my heart, yeah, my heart was one, but it was like, Hey, listen, I can make a real good earn out of this. I can make a career out of this. So I'm going to stick mm. to it. And that's what I did. And, you know, two, three nights after work, I'd go from high school, my mom, you know, finished school, high school, drop my, drop my, uh, my, my, uh, school outfit, my school uniform, and jump into my work outfit and head down from Essendon to to Yarraville. And, you know, I'd work three three nights, you know, whatever it was, four o'clock to like Mm. 7.30. And then, you know, I'd do weekends. I'd do school holidays. I'd just work as much as I could. And Mm. by about two, three years into it, I had a knack for it. I could tell that mm. by year two, year three, I just, I just knew things. Yeah. And I was just a sponge. I was just so young. And so, you know, by the time I was in my late teens, 18, working, walk, walking into year 12, I knew what I wanted to do. I had my heart set on it. Mm. So then my whole education was based on having the degree that kind of specialized in financial advice at the time. And, um, and yeah, so that's where I kind of, kind of headed. That was the story around me, you know, kind of being 14. I was through a cousin's business and, you know, I ended up, you know, falling in love with an industry that I've, I've still got a massive passion for, to, for, for today.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, that's awesome to hear. And especially those like inspiring kind of stories of people who are, you know, they have a goal or a dream when they are that young and, you pretty much to spend the rest of their teenage years and adulthood working towards that. And to actually see that being realized is, is really amazing. It's interesting. Um, Is there anything you.
0: Yeah. I was actually yeah. going to say to you, it's actually interesting though, but you know, a lot of people, when they might hear that story, Dana, or the listeners that are listening to that story might think that, you know, I didn't mm. enjoy my life, that I was kind of some workaholic. Um, the answer mm. is not, you know, I, I, <laughs> um, I lived life. I partied hard. I traveled the world. <laughs> um, I did all the things that, you know, a normal 18, 19 year old, 20 year old kid kind of to did. Um, and mm. it was just a matter of, I think what the industry changed, you know, taught me from a young age, you set goals, have what you want to do in place, stick to them, mm-hmm. head down, bum up, and you'll get what you want. So it was actually the industry yeah. that was teaching me as a young teenager mm. of my potential. And so when it came into mm. my teenage kind of adulthood, I was just so goals focused. I just knew what I wanted to do. Mm. And I could, I could work hard. I could party hard and play hard and do what I wanted to do as a young kid. And it was really enjoyable.
1: Mm. Oh, good. That's important to have that balance. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Uh, is there anything you would say to your younger self that, that, you know, 14 year old starting out once mm. upon a time? Mm-hmm.
0: So I think, I think the biggest thing was probably like one would probably give yourself a little bit of slack. Yeah. I was probably a bit hard on myself. I think the second one is just, you know, to understand that you got to walk before you run. And I never quite understood that. My dad used to tell me that all the time, John, walk before you run, walk before you run. And I didn't quite get what he was saying, but it was like, I just want to take over the world now, like you know. Mm-hmm. The, I just want to be the best financial advisor I can be, and it was a matter of saying that will happen. Just good things take time, and so you know there was mistakes that I probably made as a young advisor, or even eventually as a young business owner, or a, as a young individual, was because I probably didn't have the patience and maturity. So mm-hmm. you know, would I'd have to go back to my younger self and say? probably the same things my dad would be saying. And if he was listening, he'd probably be laughing or or having a massive grin. Um, But it was was just (laughs) one of those ones where it's just like, you know, just be patient and uh, things will come. And I think that when the impatience happens, that's where the mistakes start happening. Yeah. And that's where Mm -hmm. you can find yourself, you know, failing in particular ways. I'm not really failing, but really, um, you know, if you just kind of step back, let the things ride, you maybe walked, would have walked down a different path. And, you know, we just put it like this, you know, starting in the business at age 20. Yeah. I started the business. Um, mm. I worked for one financial advisory business before that. I, um, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. The dad was, my dad was pretty good in regards to business. And I had, you know, other family members that were quite good in business, but Still, I was a 20 year old guy that was in one financial advisory firm before I started my business. And if it wasn't for the licensee at the particular time tapping me on the shoulder and saying, hey, John, go start your own financial advisory business. You know, I should have probably gone and worked for someone else for a particular time for many reasons. One is just to see what it's like on the other side. Yeah, see what it's like in another business but also understand the other people's ways. So, you know, for the first two, three years of financial advisory business, I was probably tripping over the same logs that people have tripped over millions of times. And I would have saved mm. myself, you know, the heartache of that. So, um, but once again, impatient, you know, whoo-hoo, yes, 20 year old guy, let's, you know, take over the, the financial <laughs> advisory world.
1: Yeah, no, of course, very exciting and and very ambitious. But um, it's easy sort of when you're on the other side to look back and be like, oh, no, I could have slowed it down a bit. But yeah, at the time, you know, you just want to kind of hit the ground running. Um, No, but that's good. And so what are people going to expect from Cash Talk?
0: Um, I'll probably have to warn people that I might drop an F-bomb here and there. Um, and I do, I do apologize. Um, There is, I have been from the straight of, of um, letting people know about this, that there's going to be no boundaries and there's going to be straight talk. And what I mean by that is for people that know me, I'm not the kind of prim and proper kind of guy. I'm probably a little bit of rough around the edges and that's okay. Um, And so what I mean by, you know, what I want people to expect from this cash talk though, is that I am going to be, hopefully grilling some really good people. Um, I want to be, you know, really, you know, getting to, the, getting to the core of certain issues that people are talking about and, you know, from money, business and in life. And I, I want the listeners to feel like there's someone there who's got a voice for maybe the thoughts that are in their head in certain things and us being able to discuss it on a platform with other professionals, And so, you know, cash talks really around, you know, unpacking a lot of the money talk that goes around a lot of the business talk that goes around and uh, you know, a lot of the life talk that goes around, you know, there's a lot of, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of financial advisors I speak to. Yeah. about a lot of issues that are going on at the moment. There's a lot of business people that I speak to about a lot of issues that are going on at the moment. Mm -hmm. I speak to them also in regards to so many success stories and things that are people are doing well. And I want to be able to share those stories and, I think in life as well, um, you know, as a new father, how many conversations I'm having with other fathers or even other parents in regards to, you know, what do I expect? Or is your kid doing this or whatever? And I really want to kind of delve into that and, 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 and kind of, you know, see how they all intertwine with one another. And it'll be an interesting journey. Um, I would imagine when we, you know, keep going with these episodes.
1: Mm, sounds very good. And um Just to begin, I guess, for for something a bit more general for the first episode, um, looking at people's finances on an everyday kind of basis, what are some of the more common problems that you see and can you share any quick tips with us?
0: All right. So obviously, um, for those who don't know me, um, I'm a financial advisor. I run a business called AFA Group Wealth or Australian Financial Advisors Group. And uh, we have... uh, we've helped thousands of individuals over the years. And we're not talking about just the rich and famous here. We're talking about even just basic mums and dads or basic individuals that are even struggling in life. And so, I want you guys to also know that anything that's spoken on here is general advice. I don't know your personal situation. So please don't take this and go act on it because um, I haven't, I haven't seen your situation and you shouldn't. And there's a lot of risks for you guys going away and taking that on board. Okay. So please go seek professional financial advice. If we're talking about anything financial, but common problems, I see, which was the question was, I would say there's, two main problems that I see more often than not. One is that we're in a world, Dana, where there's heaps of information, heaps and information's great, but if you don't know what to do with it, it becomes horrible. Yeah. And Mm. it can lead you down a different path. And so in a world where there's so much information How do we consume it in the right way? How do we know what's right? How do we know what's wrong? And so if you, as an example, had to type into Google, what's the best way to set up your budget? You'll see all of these different ways and all of these different philosophies and all of these different things and which one's right, which one's wrong, which one's okay, which one's not okay. And Mm. it's very, very hard. So I think that one of the common problems that's seen at the moment in society where we've got a plethora of information Mm. is with all of this information, I think that people are lacking clarity, which leads me on to my second problem. And that's clear direction. Most people I see before they come to me don't know where they want to go. They haven't mapped it out, Dana. They don't know what next year is mm. going to be, what two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. Now I'll tell you, that 14 year old kid knew what he wanted to do at 18. That 18-year-old kid knew what he wanted to do at 25 and 28 and 30, yeah? And so I can tell you from my straight. And that clarity that I had, and don't get me wrong, shit changes, yeah? Things come up, yeah? But the reality is 90% of what I planned to do came to fruition. And not only did it come to fruition, when I wanted it to, it actually came in earlier. And so there's there's two common problems that I think are faced with most people when it comes to money or even life or business is is information overload, yeah? And not yeah. having a clear strategy. If you don't have, if you don't, if we're going on a treasure hunt and we don't have a treasure map, good yeah. luck to you trying to find the treasure, yeah? If we <laughs> have the map, it's just so much easier. And this is the yes. problems that I find. And, you know, Dana, even in your journey and in the listeners that are here, you know, really think about, the information that we're getting, is it right? Is it wrong? What's right? And there's all this, you know, talk about this at the moment, which hopefully we can unravel in this, in this uh, talk. But the other one is as well is in regards to do you have a clear path? Do you know what you want to achieve? Have you sat there with yourself or with your partner or whoever that is and said, we want to do this. And what are we doing to get there? What's the steps? What's the process? What's the framework? you know, you need a plan. Yeah. What's the saying? It's like, if you plan, if you, if if you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail or something like that. Um, the gist of it, (laughs) and I'll run with that. It's wrong. I know it's definitely wrong, but but the gist of the story is, is, um, yeah. Fail, that's it. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Yeah. And um, mm,
1: there you go.
0: We need to be making sure that we've got this. Yeah. And let's get some clarity in our lives. Let's get some direction in our lives and then um, spend the time to, to get those. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I really want to get out the show. And today, you know, I, I kind of want to just making sure that, you know, people understand who I am for people who don't know me go on to my socials. Um, I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. Um, if you're on Instagram uh, go to at that John Casher. you'll be able to follow me on that. But um, today's episode is all about me and getting to know me and getting to know what we're going to talk about. Um, The next episode though, what I'm going to be talking about is people's mindsets and actually having the right mindset and being in the right frame of mind, you know, to tackle money, business and life. And I've been in a really poor frame of mind before, and I've been in a really great frame of mind. And I can really relate from both of them to say when I was you know, in a bedroom where I didn't want to get out of my bed and I was feeling depressed and how that made me make my decisions in money, business and life and where that led me. And also when I'm in a positive frame of mind and what that made me lead to and the successes that I had around that and, and why it's important to have the right, right, uh, right frame of mind. And we'll, we'll be really, really deep diving into that. Um, So, yeah, I I thank you guys for listening to the first episode. I really uh, have enjoyed doing it. Dana, thank you for helping me co-host this. Um, <laughs> no there, worries. There's a lot in store, and we'll keep you we'll keep you guys up to date. Um, and for those who, who who are listening to this, make sure you subscribe to us on on Spotify so you never miss an episode that's coming. And do bear with us. This was our first episode, so it will be better. I assure you, as as time goes by. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the listen. Thanks, Dana, and thanks to the thanks, listeners. Guys. Cheers. Thanks, John. See ya.